And hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. My name is Chuck. And my name is Lee. You sound so enthusiastic right now. My name is Lee. I didn't say it like that. One of those, one of those days. No, my my cat was eating. Bro, it's my cat was eating my power cable from my computer. (laughs) (laughs) I just looked over. I'm like, what does that sound? And she's just nibbling away, like you know, hey, look at this. Like, geez, this is an apple. You know, that means I have to pay like a hundred dollars for a new cable. Hey, at least it wasn't a carrot. Yeah. They have those pear phones. Uh-huh. Pear phones? Yeah, they're in the shape of a pear. You haven't seen those? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> is that a real thing, or are you just being funny? I've seen a picture of it. I don't know how real it is. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that'd be too much. Well, you know, not to, uh, not to postpone it too long, but today we are doing episodes 7 and 8 of season two of Cobra K. Cobra K. Cobra K. It's a great snake. Um, before we get into it, what are your uh, what are your overall thoughts thus far? Thus far of what? The whole series? Again? Or just these just no, just these two episodes before we get into it. Like what are your thoughts? So seven what and eight. Um, well the first episode's called Lull. Okay. <laughs> That makes sense. Yeah, kind of <laughs> <laughs> but I want to actually, before we get into it, I want to touch upon one quick thing that I can't believe we didn't even mention in the very last episode. So when, when the guys are all out and it's all like back in the day, you know, whatever the, the guys on the bikes again, and yep. you've got, what's his face there? What was his name? Was it Bobby? Which Bobby, Bobby, the one who died, right? Yeah. So, <sighs> Oh, they, you were saying they, the night. They put, him, they put him in a body bag. And, like, I remember, obviously, in the first Karate Kid movie, somebody yells, get him a body bag. And when I watched it again, like, two days ago, I laughed I, I laughed that they actually, it was Bobby <laughs> that, that was dying, and they put him in a body bag. I know it's not, like, it's messed up, but if, if anybody was going to die... I mean, and it, and it was Bobby. I'm like, they'd have to show him going into a body bag because it's only poetic justice at that point. So right. I just, I, I couldn't help but just, why didn't we bring that up? I have no idea. But anyway, that's that. So Now, now with that, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't you, uh, didn't you just acquire for the first time the trilogy of Karate Kid, the original? Yeah, yeah. So I've I've seen very like very little pieces of of two and three, and in the first one I've watched a few times, you know, and throughout yeah. my life, mo- like all the way through. So um, right now I'm done one and two. We watched uh, watched two yesterday, and then three. Oh, you finally finished two, huh? Oh yeah, that I mean that didn't. I just watched it in one night. So um, I wanted to go through them all, and they do have the next Karate Kid on Netflix right now. So in case. You know, anybody wants to, you know, waste an hour and 45 minutes. Um, the next Karate Kid. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. When, when you go Karate Kid 1, Karate Kid 2, Karate Kid 3, mm-hmm. and then you see mm-hmm. the next Karate Kid. So you skip over it and you go to the next Karate Kid, which is Jaden Smith's Karate Kid. So it's mm-hmm. like doesn't even it's like just it actually tells you to go to the next Karate Kid, which Will Smith produced, which I thought was brilliant. Right. How they did that. Right. Um, don't even watch this one. It's not part of, you know, anything. Mm-hmm. Yes, Mr. Miyagi is in it. But. 
that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but with you, you finally watched uh, Karate Kid two. In my opinion, it is the best out of the the three. Okay. Um, what you, what you think of that? Um. Going to Okinawa. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like Cobra Kai. Um, I know we're only talking about season two right now, but we're and we're going to get into season three that gets into Okinawa stuff. Um, yep. So, I feel like there was not much that I missed having watched season three of Cobra Kai already. No. So, um, every it it pretty much just like filled in a couple of the gaps. Um, but rewatching Karate Kid, you know, the first Karate Kid '84, um, rewatching that after again having watched, you know, the first two seasons of Co- or the first three seasons of Cobra Kai, I really see Johnny's point. You know, oh, hundred percent. Yeah. So it's, I'm wondering, I'm wondering how I felt the first time. Cause Karate Kid was not like in my major top ten movies. I never, I didn't own it until more most recently. So right. Um, I'm wondering how I felt about it in the first place because Johnny was played up to be like the bad guy, but then again, it really was Crease clearly the bad guy because he was pushing everybody around. Now there was the other um, friend, you know, Cobra Kai member there, and he was the one who was like, "I'm so sorry." Like when he when he basically takes out his leg, was that the one who right. becomes a pum, becomes a pastor? I think yeah, Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, because that that only makes yeah. sense. Um, yeah, but I mean, they, everybody's aged so much; it was hard to tell. But the get him body bag guy looked exactly like Bobby, so I was like, "Okay, this makes sense." Um, right. Well, you know, it's kind of like you know, it, it's one of those things. Like even with you, you look at it and they go, "Yeah, Johnny was the bad guy; he was the bully." But then when you hear Johnny tell his story, and this has been an ongoing thing online now since mm-hmm. the internet was you know big. And it's Danny hit Johnny first at the beach. Danny soaks Johnny in the bathroom. Uh huh. Danny did everything first. Well, Johnny did um, like sho- shove him down with the boombox. That was Johnny. Johnny did take the first strike. All 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 Danny Daniel did was come up there and say, "Hey, dude, chill out. Like, give her back her boombox." Right. So I mean, technically, the first attack was was uh, Johnny. But I mean, if he just walked away at that point, yeah, that's not what happened. They should do a pitch meeting for for Karate Kid. I uh, how that they probably look. have. They probably have. They're probably true. Um, but even that, you know, it's like one of those things. It's like um, you can do that with every. I do that. Did do that with Star Wars? Did Luke? You know, did Luke? You know, balance the Force out? Did Anakin ba- bring balance to the Force? Like. There's you watch all these movies, even Matrix. You know who really is the one, Neo or Agent Smith. These questions go through online like wildfire. So much. This though is one of the originals where you're like, it could go either way, and from either perspective, they're both right. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And what I love about the seat, what I love about the series is it actually shows both perspectives and you actually sympathize for both parties and then it really especially at least in these two episodes you start to really see crease becoming the bad guy right you know well, i mean crease the was, guy that yeah <laughs> he i don't think really but i've never mean, seen him as the good guy big time i think right, i think the I difference mean, is that johnny is is re-seeing him as the bad guy it's johnny who's seeing it that way 
Right. But it, they're doing it in a way where Johnny's seeing it and you're seeing it as the as the viewer. You're seeing it from a new light, from Johnny's perspective. It's one of those things like I've always seen it, but now I see it from this angle and now it's even worse than I thought it was. Um, that's how I've taken it. Um, so to get into it, I mean, we do this all the time. We Let's discuss the episode 20 minutes after we start talking. Yeah. Um, in this episode, Daniel's wife, Amanda, wakes up in bed and she's alone. Um, she thinks Daniel got up and went to work early but no she calls him and he has left early for the dojo um to get the kids ready daniel does promise to be at the dealership to help with some issues that are going on there um i guess one of his employees wants to uh you know up and leave and she's trying to save him and there's some issues going on there um but when daniel gets to Mr. Miyagi's old house, the dojo, and he goes into the backyard. Kreese is in the backyard smoking a stogie, um, and he came to say thank you to Daniel for taking the weaker links, the weaker soldiers of his army. Um, all the students that left Cobra Kai and came over to Miyagi-Do, Kreese mm-hmm. is there to now say thank you. Um Kreese's perspective is twisted, in my opinion. He does not look at them as kids no. who need training. They are assets. They are soldiers. They're, you know, they're in a war, and he's going to win this war, right. whatever it takes. Right. Um, if I did not like Kreese before, I really don't now. I don't know. You know, the more and more I watch him and the more and more they show who he is, even from Karate Kid 1 and 2, um, the, and Karate Kid 3, the <laughs> worse he's getting now at an older age. Right. Um, any thoughts? Nope. Right there with you. Right there with me. Right there with you. Um, it, it flicks over to Sam is hanging out with Moon. Um, you don't see this often until now. She kind of left that she kind of left that group of friends for a while, and now she's back in. Um, but they're hanging out, and she's asking Sam, you know, if she likes Robbie. Mm-hmm. Sam won't answer the question. You know, it's that teenage, I like them, but I'm embarrassed to say something. Um, I know he likes me, but he's embarrassed to say something. And then it just goes into basic girl talk. Um, that's not really fun to talk about. In my opinion, no. um, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Next part. Um, Johnny walks into the dojo for the first time um, since Bobby passed away and was put into a body bag. Um, which I, I feel so bad. You're right. When you kept, you, you, I saw you the other night, and you were like, "Guess what?" And I was like, "That's awful. It's so." But it's it makes a good point though. I never even thought of even storytelling or cinematically, you know, closing, you know, going full circle with that, where he is the one saying, "Put him in a body bag." Yeah, and he's talking about Johnny mm-hmm. taking out Daniel at the tournament. Right. Um, I wonder if that's what that those were his last thoughts. Crap. Now I'm going into one. Uh. Well. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Probably not. But. Johnny was probably thinking about it. 
because he hasn't left 1986 right. so right or 84 so he's still there um when he walks into the dojo miguel walks over to him and apologizes for the loss of his friend um Johnny comes. Johnny goes and talks to Crease. Crease has made some changes to the to the office. Johnny is not too happy about it. They go out to the studio to the dojo, and Johnny's like, "Class is starting in five minutes. Everyone, get your geese on." And the whole class is sitting there like, "What are you talking about?" Mm. Um, Johnny's confused, and they say, "Well, Crease said we're going to do something," and Crease brings up Coyote Creek. Um, yes. And they're, what they're going to do at Coyote Creek. And Johnny's kind of against it. And Crease plays this whole thing on, well, if Johnny doesn't want to do it, then we're not going to do it. Um, for an idiot, for the idiot that Crease is, he is kind of smart in how he's handling everything. Oh, yeah. He's playing everything brilliantly in a way where he's actually getting what he wants but he's being patient with it all. Right. Um, when you when you look at the villain of when you look at the villain of any show like this or a movie, we 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 always look. I don't know about you, but I always look at it and go, "Yeah, oh, they're the bad guy." But to do what they do, I mean, there's 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 smart, stupid people. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. So he's. I don't know. It's it's. He's a bad guy. He's a bad guy, and because the way that he's handling stuff, obviously we see it that way, but um, he clearly has a plan. He has a plan. He, he knows more about what's going on than anybody else does. There's certain things that catch him off guard. There's certain things that surprise him. However, he's got a bigger backup plan because he's seen a lot. He's been around. That's pretty much what they're playing it up to be, and we know how right. this character keep, continues to develop uh, where we see him weasel his way into the situation i mean we saw this at the was it was it the the end was it the end of season one or the beginning of season one where basically he's, he says you know get out of here i don't want to talk to you and then he's like wait come back and you see crease's face yeah that was like come on right. like he was playing this game the entire time there's no surprise for him so yeah so clearly as we're seeing here to us you know, to us, it's clear that he is playing the students against Johnny mm -hmm. solely I, so that he can get his dojo back. Because, you know, as he says so often, he is the original founder of Cobra Kai. Right. Um, so his goal, in my opinion, is just to get that back. Absolutely. We flip over to... It is a very, very, very hot day. Um, Daniel is teaching the kids some new katas some new moves um i actually wrote them down let me see here i'm not sure if i pronounce if i'm going to pronounce them properly but let me see here where i write them down uh, you ever do that you ever write them down and then forget where you wrote them down nope not at all i'm pretty organized so am i <laughs> but i forget why i wrote it down <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That was a little bit of a dig. Thank you. It's okay. I'm not, I'm not worried. Well, I did. Um, I did spend like the past like yesterday and today reorganizing all of my office stuff because I've been kicked out of my office. I no longer have a desk at my office now. I'm now I'm officially working from home. 
So no deskless. I'm de well. No, I have a desk here. It's just I, I mean, now I, I did now I just have though. multiple monitors all over the place here and a, a filing cabinet and all that stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. So I found him. So I, I believe it's pronounced Sochi Gecko. Yep, Sochi Gecko. You know, like the car then, insurance. Yeah. Right, and then um, I believe the next one he teaches him is Donchi Gecko or something along those lines. Um, so he's he's teaching him Sochi Gecko, which requires an intense amount of heat, and it was trained in Okinawa um, on the hottest days of the year. Um, the the students his students want nothing to do with this. Nope, they're all complaining. Oh, yeah. which I, I don't. I don't disagree. They all Dimitri'd um, this this entire situation. I, I loved Dimitri in this episode. Dimitri's great. Yeah, this is this is one of this, this is one of his better episodes because um, you the, see growth. The, well, we see growth, but the way they played it was. Um, I mean, there's some stuff that we've seen here. So we already did the first one. Okay, just got we've I've seen so many of these episodes now and they start to run together. So and yep. and at the end of season one, it was basically the competition again, right? Pretty pretty much like the end of of the first Karate Kid movie. Basic same right. idea. It was Robbie versus Miguel, and Robbie hurts himself, and Daniel goes and rubs his hands together, and then just goes medic, right? That's what right. happened there. Okay, so I love that. I love that they've been doing this. Like, hey. Let's let's just really like tug on this. Remember this. Remember this. Remember this, and then just not do it. You know, because it's like right. we want to remind people, but we don't want to be so cliche where it's just dumb. So they kind of do that here with Dimitri. You know, where it's like, oh, he's getting it, but yeah, great. That's not how things work. You know, which I know you're gonna get into once we get to the uh, Donchi Gecko. But the yeah, <laughs> I think it's hilarious. It's perfect. Uh, well, at this point in time, it goes back and forth. So what I'll do, I'll just go along with the with following Daniel students for right now. They're doing Sochi Gecko, and there's this giant circle out in the parking lot in front of Miyagi's house, and Robbie is in the middle, and Daniel will call out a name or a number, and once he calls out that number, that person goes in. They do a quick little spar who, you know, if they happen to beat Robbie in that part. Robbie goes in. That person comes into the center. If they lose, they go back. Daniel calls out another number. At this point in time, you um, two or three people go by, and then Sam comes out, and Robbie and Sam kind of have a little, you know, cute little match. <clears throat> and then everyone starts complaining that it's too hot. Well, while this is happening, we're out in the woods by Coyote Creek, um, and basically Johnny and Crease are having the kids do what I can only call a giant mix of capture the flag mixed with flag football. There is no football. They have to, they're all wearing either black headbands or red headbands and they're on two separate teams. And the goal is to get all the headbands off of the other team and the one team standing or who gets them all and still has someone standing is the winner. <clears throat> mm -hmm. You start to see Tori and Miguel really having a connection here. Mm -hmm. They're, you know, they're on their, their dating journey. Um, <clears throat> they double team some people. Um, 
and you see everything happening. And then you see, wait a minute, before this all happens, we have the return of a fellow friend um, who comes back and he yes. changes and flips, flips the, script the script in honor of Hawk. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Chubb, do, do you want to share? Do you want to share this part? So, so Chubbs is back, and he comes. He comes in and like, what'd you do? And he's like, flip the script, Hawk style. From this point forward, or from from henceforth, you can call me Stingray. He's like, yeah, whatever, Chubbs. Just moves on. Like they they made like the music and everything to, to like you know hype it up, and again. Just like I was getting at with Dimitri, they're doing this whole thing where it's like they could be cliche and just repeat things we've already seen, whether it's in the movie or previously in the series, or, you know, we can we can just make fun of the fact that people do that all the time. Like one thing that's that's funny is like we see lots of movies and everything where it ends up being like a running gag, you know, um, something ridiculous like Austin Powers. So like it looks like a big, you know, all the stupid things where they keep on referring to the same exact thing and it just puns, puns, puns. Or Back to the Future, Mom, Mom, is that you? Every single time. You're safe and sound. Back in 1985, back in 1885, back in 2015. You know, like all of these things. Right. You know, we can keep on doing it, and it just gets corny. Nowadays, that stuff doesn't really fly, and the the creators of Cobra Kai know that. So instead of right. them being like, yeah, he's Stingray, he's just like, no, nah, whatever, Chubbs. Music stops. It's like, you know, like basically um, the needle scratch on the record. No. <laughs> That's stupid. Yeah, we're, we're stopping moving it on. now. Yeah. It, right. Um, the funny thing is, though, is they do that, but it still sticks. Oh, and yeah. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Um, so there and, and this story kind of bleeds in towards the towards the middle and almost the end. Uh, but I'm just going to go along with the with the rest of the part with Crease. Um, that instead of bouncing back and forth from two different stories, I'm just going to continue with this. Mm-hmm. Um Towards the end of this training, you see that it comes down to Hawk and Miguel. Miguel is not happy because he knows that Hawk stole the Medal of Honor and trashed the dojo mm-hmm. for Miyagi-Do. Right. And Miguel's not about that. He doesn't want he doesn't want those issues to be happening. Primarily because even though he's quasi dating Tori, he still likes Sam. Um, what's so funny? I, I don't use quasi very often. All I think of is you're quasi evil. You're not even the Diet Coke of evil. <laughs> so I just heard quasi for some reason. Maybe it's because I had Austin Powers still in my mind, but you're quasi evil. <laughs> Sorry, continue. I haven't seen that movie in forever. I'm pretty. Sh- I'm pretty sure. Um. That was either the first one or the second one. It definitely wasn't the third one because it wasn't over the top. No, it was, I, I, think it was, it was, I think it was Spy. I think it was the second one. Yeah. Yeah. Was it, was um, it when he was on Jerry Springer? <laughs> was it? I don't remember. My I father thought... is evil and he wants to take over the world and it's all these different guys. <laughs> it's like the, <laughs> the Nazi and then like, like, oh man, yeah, never mind. Oh yeah, because it's, it's, um, it's Seth Green that's sitting there, right? Right, right. It, yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> you're um, the diet Co- you're for... the diet coke of evil just one calorie not even enough anyway all <laughs> <laughs> oh, those movies are bad they're so bad they're funny yeah. but they're bad well they're better than the love guru uh, oh <laughs> yeah anyway uh, anyway quasi dating um, got it <laughs> so they're quasi dating and you know 
obviously Miguel likes Tori, but he's still like Sam. Who does he like more? We, I mean, we really don't know, you know. Well, he's he, cl- he, likes, he clearly he, likes he clearly likes Sam, but in the position he's at right now, he's not with her, so he's just finding enjoyment where he's at. It's basically what right. she told him to do when they were hanging out by the the old abandoned park. You know, it's just like, right. well, I'm here, so whatever. Right. Yeah, you know, real real good values here in the show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it, so so they start fighting, and it's a pretty good match, and everyone starts to see it. And Miguel and Hawk are sparring. And, I mean, they're not sparring. They're legit knocking each other out and having full-fledged fights. Miguel takes Hawk down, grabs his headband, is excited and does, you know, the whole arm raise and says, we beat him. And Kreese is like, finish him. Finish him. You know, very, very Mortal Kombat style. Mm-hmm. And he does a, a, a sweeping spin kick and knocks Hawk out. And then he raises his hand again and we beat him. <laughs> and then it happens. <laughs> then it happens. This was unexpected at all. Like, I would never have guessed it, it to happen. But when it did, when, f- when, when you see the leaves move, I go, no way. Yeah. My first time watching it, it shocked me. Yeah. Yep. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> so this is what you like this character. So I'll let you take it away from here. Well, it's, it's, it. so all of a sudden I was like, you know, we think it's all over because we're not paying attention to everybody who's there. We already think that Stingray's just chubs and nobody cares. No, right. he's been hiding in the leaves the entire time, just waiting for them to be done. So he can just take, the, take the headband off of the last person. Like he didn't have to fight. He was all just about being stealthy and nobody expected the fat guy to be the stealthy one who could win, win the game. And he did. And I'm like, whoa, that was a really good twist. I think Crease actually loved it. Yeah, he thought you it was fantastic. You can see the smile. On, yeah, he, I thought it was, and it was hilarious because he's got like he went like Rambo style. His <laughs> face was all dirty with the red headband. Um, it was hysterical. Um, well, while this is all going on, um, the kids with Daniel are complaining that it is too hot. Mm. So he goes, "Okay, I can make arrangements for this," and they end up in the freezer of a restaurant. Pretty big walk-in freezer. Um, While this is all going on, it flips over to Amanda. She is not happy at all that Daniel Daniel is still not showing up at the dealership, and she's having to do everything. So she is clearly, with every passing scene that she's in, she's clearly getting more and more upset. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, when you're married and and you see this happening, you, you, you... you need to pay more attention. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're, they're in the freezer and they're doing the same basic thing, but they're now doing it f- with, within the, f- within the cold. And this is the Donche gecko, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not good with my Okinawan. <clears throat> I believe that's called Japanese. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they speak Japanese in Okinawa. <laughs> um, Robbie is I don't, again. I don't, I don't back... speak good American. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, American is a language. How, how's, now. Your, how's your Californian? <laughs> oh my god, I, I can't. I don't know how to speak Californian. He's gonna be like, dude. So I went down the 205 over to the 109, <laughs> and we got some za. 
It was totally <laughs> rad, man. <laughs> like, what are you That's doing? So... What are you doing here? <laughs> you, ever, you ever see the Californians on SNL? On S- eh, SNL? The Californians? No. Oh, dude, it's hilarious. It's mostly uh, Fred Armisen. I'm pretty sure he came up with it. My my, my favorite SNL skit was uh, the Weekend Update with um, Stefan. Oh, I know, I know. I know. I'm sorry. He did a fantastic job. Oh, he did. He did. Fantastic. Well, like, he doesn't the, the even best, look. The best part about it is because he he had no idea what was on those cards before he read them. And that's what no, made... he was reading them off. It was yeah, because whenever he put his hands to his face and start laughing, yeah, it just became his it's thing. Cause yeah, it yeah, it's because he was legitimately cracking up. Like I have to say that. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, you it know. was because he already said it, and he's like, "Wow, I just I just ran with it." <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. But he, he, you ever see um, Edward Norton's version of him? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That was his favorite character as well too. I know. Well, back to Cobra Kai in the freezer. Mm. Miguel, oh, not Miguel. Robbie is in the center of the circle again. And Daniel keeps calling out numbers and he's sparring with them. Then he calls out Sam's number and they spar. And it goes into a slow motion spar and the looks. So that was like the, wh- the looks. Do you remember when we were talking about <laughs> Spider-Man, like No Way Home? And how long it took with his Spidey sense, where it was like legitimately like a minute or longer, for him to like do anything. It was just, yeah. it was silence. That's what they did here, which freaked me out. It's like it's very obvious. How come nobody was like, "Whoa, guys, are you all right?" Like, if I saw people just staring at each other like that, I'd be like, "Guys, hello." Hello. Now I hello. so I rewatched <laughs> this again because I, I we planned on talking about this a few weeks ago anyway. Um, so I rewatched it on one point five speed muted. And I'm watching it, and even 1.5 speed, it was way too long, and I felt uncomfortable. And I'm like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> like, this is just getting weird. So Awkward. Yeah. Um, this is the part, though, where Dimitri now comes into play. And Dimitri gets into the center, and he's freaking out about it being too cold. First it was too hot, now it's too cold. There is nothing that satisfies this kid. This nope. kid is, <laughs> ne- as neurotic. Daniel puts it, neurotic. neurotic. Um, <laughs> he's like, you are the most neurotic person I have ever met. What's funny about that is when, when Daniel says that to him, he's not being mean. He's just being straight up, like, just serious. Like, you are the most neurotic right. person I've ever met. Like, but, but you didn't feel like he was being a jerk to him still no, he was he all. was just laying it down like this is what you are like why what is your deal like here's how we're gonna do it like he's he never lost complete hope in him the entire time you know because he's when he sees somebody who's like him i mean let's face it ralph macchio was a twig you know right and he was tall too he was a tall twig just like just like dimitri dimitri <laughs> here but Dimitri is a very different person. So I like that Daniel's approaching him like, oh, this will work for him. He'll get this because he's just like me. No, 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 no. He's nothing like you. He might have a similar type of body, but he's been raised very differently. He didn't come from Jersey. You know, he was coddled his whole life and, you know, he received whatever. That's just it's Dimitri. It's not Daniel. His spoon fed life. (laughs) 
I have what was it like his, his elbows or his arms or something like he had some kind of excuse for what he couldn't do and it was hilarious. Anyway, well, when he when Daniel gives him that he goes, it's all about instinct and he's like, it's not about muscles or skill, it's about instinct and you have instinct. Um, so because you can he's anticipate, up, he's like anticipate the worst thing, the, the worst possible, you know, thing right. that could happen. So so one one of the other kids comes up and. He blocks two or three of the attacks and then pushes the kid away. And Daniel calls out another. And you see Dimitri. He's like, yes, I got it. And Daniel goes, six. The kid comes up and then sidekicks him <laughs> into the stomach. <laughs> and he's down. <laughs> Dimitri is now down. It was perfect. Um, it was perfect because it's like, you know, I'm failing that step forward and then knock back to reality a little bit. Mm-hmm. But you, you, over the seasons, over the episodes, you see, you know, you see Dimitri get stronger and more confident, and I think that's what that's what grows here. Is it's not his strength; it's his confidence. He, right. his confidence level throughout the entire series is just shot. Like, he, he's that guy who's like, "I'll never get a girl," and I'm okay with that. Right. You know, I, I'm gonna go through school, get really good grades. Um, get that really good job, make a lot of money, and then I'll buy the hot girl. I yeah. think that was one of his exact words in the first two episodes of the series. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he said um, something like that. Kicking back over to Cobra Kai, the... Johnny actually confronts Miguel on how he handled himself with Hawk when he knocked him out after Kreese had finished him. Johnny is very is very much so questioning Kreese's techniques and how he's doing it. And, you know, he's not happy at all that Miguel is actually listening to Kreese the way he is, as much as he is. He's like, this is not how I teach you. This is not what I've taught you. This is not what I want you to learn. Um, and he's realizing, well, Johnny's realizing that Kreese either hasn't changed or he's worse. Right. One of the two. Mm-hmm. I'm on the side of he's worse than he was. Um, but, I mean, we're, we are seeing more in-depth of Crease than we did in the movie, so he could be the same. I just think he's worse. Mm-hmm. Um, we kick back over. Sam and Robbie are in <clears throat> Robbie's room at their house. They're talking. Now, all of a sudden, they tell each other they both like each other. The secret is out for the two of them it's been out for a while with everybody else but it's now out with the two of them right um amanda is now really upset with daniel because anoush quit um and there is probably no way of getting him back and she tells him sometimes when you focus on one thing like the dojo you lose focus on everything else in your life that matters like your business like your family like your wife like all these things. Right. Um, Miguel, you, you, we're then now at the front door of the LaRusso's house. Miguel knocks on the door. Robbie answers the door. Miguel shows Robbie and presents to him the Medal of Honor that was Mr. Miyagi's, telling him that, you know, someone stole this. Robbie does not believe Miguel at all. <clears throat> nope. Nope. Miguel tells Robbie, ask her to, to let Sam and Daniel know. He says he will. Miguel, I mean, Robbie closes the door. He turns around, walks in. There is Sam. He then pockets the Medal of Honor and says nothing to Sam. 
So good job, Robbie. If you want to have a relationship, the very best way of starting this out is with secrets, lies, and betrayal to the one you love yep. or like. Yeah. Um, so kind of kind of sketchy at this point. If he's really as good as where he's being portrayed to be, why is he acting and betray and and you know behaving the way he is? Yeah, it was it was definitely a, a really confusing situation for him because we've we've seen his character change already in the first season. That right. it, it's odd that we're seeing him. It's not like he's going back. It's just I don't know what's going on in his head. Really, it seems strange. I don't it think was, he knows. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he's. I mean, his life is twisted. His mom left for a few days. It's been months, and she's still not back. Right. Right. So, yeah. um, to, f- to, to come to the conclusion of this episode, uh, we see Johnny confronting Kreese about how he teaches. Um, Cobra Kai needs to change. He goes into the difference of, you know, there's a difference between no mercy and no honor. And there is a time, you know, we, he wants to have a place of honor. Even though there'll be a time for no mercy, you know, we need to honor... You know, our students, the people we're with, all these things. And then it happens. Johnny just flips the script, basically, and says, you know what? I'm done. You're done. You need to leave. You're now fired. Kicks Crease out. Chris leaves the dojo. And roll credits. End yep. of episode seven. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, you're like, okay, I guess Crease is done. Crease and I love how they do this too because Crease is—he's like a bad penny. He always shows up. Yeah. And in this in this universe, he always shows up. So, with that being said, um, you know, in our way of doing things with Cobra Kai, we're gonna we're gonna just jump right into episode eight, Glory um, of Love, which is titled Glory of Love. Um, one thing I will say is I'm surprised that they didn't even use the song from Peter Cetera, which they used in Karate Kid 2. Hmm. Titled, the song is titled Glory of Love. Mm-hmm. Um, and they didn't even use that in this episode, which I was surprised that they actually went and used this title and didn't actually give homage to or homage to Karate Kid 2 and the fact that that was a song that was used in that movie. Right. It was part of the score, which is weird. Yeah, but instead they, they did Here I Go Again from White Snake. They did use that. <laughs> they should have just titled the episode Here I Go Again. Yeah. Just, I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, so <laughs> this move, this episode, <laughs> the <laughs> opening. <laughs> so bad it's like this 1980s weird like soap opera meets rock video rock music video it's so bad so johnny you see johnny knocking on um carmen miguel's mom's front door and she answers the door and she's like miguel's not here now the way this starts you're thinking he's legitimately you know, he likes her. He's going to ask her out. Yeah. <clears throat> she and he's like, I'm not here for him. He walks into the house. You see her backing up. And then it goes into this 1980s rock and roll, you know, 
smoke, you know, fog set like settings, and <laughs> it, I, I don't even know how to explain it. Well, let's like, ju- let's just say there was a lot of Coors Banquet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was just a it was it was clearly a 1980s rock video, but it was the two of them, and it was all of it involved her, him. Uh, a little bit, of, a little bit, a little bit of karate and Coors Banquet. Lots of Coors Banquet, all over, his, all a over him, bit, a little, <laughs> all over her <laughs> and him. So yeah, it, it was. And, and then it, I, I wrote down, you know, very weird dream sequence, and then come to find out the whole thing was a dream. And he's just and he's just smiling in bed. He wakes up with this geeky smile <laughs> on his face. Like, what is wrong with you? Um, so that's how Johnny wakes up in this episode. Daniel wakes up on the couch. Uh-huh. <laughs> Never been there before. You or him? Um, <laughs> Me, I was being sarcastic. Oh, okay. Yeah, sarcastic. Every guy who's been married is on the couch at some point. Yeah, I've got, I've got three couches in this house just for that. Just for that. I have four. Actually, I, I do have another one. It's just it's in pieces right now. I, I have four full size. I have four couches. I can do that on. Yep. Um, but then he wakes up and Daniel's mom walks into the room, and it's funny. She has. Except for her gray hair, she has not changed nope. since the movie. Not at all. It's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. She talks the same. She sounds phenomenal. the same. Yes. Yep. She's like, oh, what are you doing down here? He's like, I have a fever. I didn't want to get Amanda sick. So she has the mom thing, feels his forehead for a temperature. And she goes, you may want to work on that fever so you can get off of this couch. Right. Basically... Right. Deal with what's in front of you. Take care of it. Get back into your own bed. Yep. Put your big boy pants on and take care of it. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> this kind of sets up the entire episode. Daniel needs to work on his relationship. And obviously Johnny likes somebody. And it's not Allie right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and on top of that, we see Robbie and Sam. They're getting ready for training. They're making out, doing their own style of training. And they go outside. And everyone goes out there. And Dimitri looks down and finds the Medal of Honor on a rock. <clears throat> and everyone's like, oh, we cleaned the whole place up. We must have forgot this. We must have not seen this. And you can clearly see Robbie being, he know, you know, he put it there. And him clearly being like, yeah, I have no clue where it came from. <laughs> um. The look on his face, if anyone was looking at him while in that moment, the look on his face would have given him away. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, when you have that look of guilt, it's just kind of hard. Yep. Um, We now knock over to Johnny. He comes out of his apartment to get ready to go to work, and he's with this. He sees Carmen, and she is coming home with this other guy. They went on a date. He's bringing her home. They're holding hands. Johnny is not happy. He's like um, he's Australian, right? Graham is he Australian? Or is he, he was British. Or, he had some type of British. British accent. or Aust- Australian or something. He has an accent. Yeah. He's a jerk, but he's yeah he's. Um. 
So Johnny kind of just like holds his tongue and walks away. We now see Amanda. She's at the dealership. She's going into the break room and she sees this spread of sushi and really nice foods. Um, if you want to call sushi nice food, I am not a fan of sushi. Eh. Raw fish is not my go-to. No, no. Um, Daniel had a whole spread laid out. He's thinking that if he did this and he shows up, he's going to score some points with Amanda. Fail. Yep. She already had lunch plans with most of the staff out somewhere else. So she tells him, have fun eating all of this food on your own. Have a great day. I'll see you later. Daniel's not happy. Nope. Sushi now for we everyone. Go to Maga- what? Sushi for everyone. <laughs> Sushi for everyone. She's like, give them to the, give them to the, um, to the customers. Well, she just said she goes, oh, there's free sushi in there to everybody as she walked out. Now, here's the crazy thing. They're in a Mercedes dealership, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of customers in a Mercedes dealership. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. Not, ac- not accurate. <laughs> no. Higher-end car dealerships, you don't have that many people. It's very quiet. But they're, al- but they're also not. in Encino. <clears throat> oh, so... I don't care. <laughs> High-end dealerships do not produce a lot of traffic. No matter, Even if you're in this area and you're a higher-end area, those dealerships are always slow. <clears throat> I was talking to a friend of mine. He used to sell Volvo, and he was like, yeah, I would have customers come back three and four times before they actually bought a car i was like nope not my forte not when it comes to selling cars i would not want to talk to the same customer you know make a decision can't make it like i want to drive the same car four times before i decide i could not do it um we now kick over to miguel and tori they are discussing their date night at a roller rink roller rink was the last time you've been or seen or heard of an actual roller rink. Twice last year. <laughs> Actually, no. There are there. They still exist. I'm not up in this area. Um, you sure? I. There's ice rinks. No. 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 Uh, roller World. No. Roller World and Saugus um, opens at 4 p.m. today. Actually. We should go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's see. There's that. Um, is this place still open? Oh, no. Skateland and Haverhill. They closed. All right. Oh, yeah. I used to go there all the time when I was a kid. Yeah, I've never been. Uh, the, the great thing about this is you, you're, you just basically skate in a giant circle to different music. I, I, I don't see the appeal anymore, <laughs> to be honest with you. I never did. Uh, but, uh, there's one in Tingsboro. Oh. Yep. It's another close one. Close? Uh, Tingsboro's not that far. Do you know where Tingsboro is? It's like next to Nashua. It's far enough. Well, I mean, it's forty-five minutes. It's not Japan. <laughs> well, obvious. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not around the world, but it's still far enough where I would not want to go just to go for two hours of roller skating. Okay, you can come over here. We can roller skate in my driveway. No. Oh, speaking of your driveway, are you still having lessons on how to shovel? Um, not today. Not today. Um, maybe not next today. week. When it snows again? When it actually has snow. Yeah. Right now, it's just... Uh, if, you, if you'd like to help um, plant replant some grass because everything just washed away, 
and it's just basically my whole front yard is just mud. Yeah. Are you giving lessons on that? I, too? I am. Yeah. Bring your own grass seed and um, your own tools, <laughs> <laughs> and I will teach you the tricks of the trade. It's a was very it hands-on experience. The... <laughs> <laughs> was it you who put the post up of? Quickly come to the gas station now. Yes. I found gas like a dollar <laughs> yeah. nine or something like yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's on the gas station on the, on the corner of Seymour, and then dot dot dot. <laughs> <laughs> and then you push it, and nothing happens. <laughs> it goes nowhere. Yeah, that was me. That's hilarious. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, I was on a roll that week. Slap some mustard on like, me. Were you like butter? No, no, I was a hot dog. Ooh, so you're in a roll. Well, yeah, I guess so. It, it was one of those rolls that, you know, they didn't it didn't rip properly, so the hot dog had to kind of like sit on it. <laughs> no, it did rip. <laughs> well, it ripped in the wrong spots. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I hate hot dog rolls when that happens. Yeah, that's why I just don't eat hot dog rolls. Just You know what's the best with hot dogs? If you cut the hot dogs up and put them in the beans, then mm. you're good. Hot dogs and beans as a mac and cheese. But Ooh, sick. Oh, come Disgusting. on. Disgusting. Oh, come Gross. on. No. Yes, 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 Or mac and cheese with some bacon. Some bacon bits. Ugh. Ugh. You just don't like cheese. Ugh. Anyway, roller rink. <laughs> roller rink, and then it kicks, cuts over to Miguel and Hawk. They, you know, enemies one day, friends the next. We're cool. Yeah, we're um, enemies for a day, Cobra Kai for life. Right. They're now in class. Johnny explains to the entire class what happened with Kreese and how he no longer represents the dojo and the basically the new Cobra Kai that he is forming. Um, he tells them that they have that they have to have mercy sometimes in the gray areas of life because it's not just. Can you give you a little bell? It's not just black and white. Name drop. <laughs> Um, they need to think and use their heads. And <clears throat> this is where you see Johnny even a little bit more growth from what he was taught and what he was learning and who Kreese is and who Kreese taught him to who he is now. Um, it's not just black and white. It's not just right and wrong. It's not just, you know, they're your enemy. There are times where it's like you have to show honor and you have to show mercy He's like, and you still can be, you know, insane. You mm -hmm. can still be, you know, crazy and, you know, all these things. But there, are, there is that time for mercy. There is that time to, you know, to, to not be that way. And he goes, and we need to use our heads. And he goes, and with that being said, that's today's lessons. He pulls out a board and he headbutts the board. And he goes, today, we're talking about headbutts. Grab a partner. Now... <clears throat> Taking martial arts myself, if I was going to learn how to headbutt, I would want to learn on a thin board that would not hurt so much and to get some practice with something. What does he do? Go headbutt each other and figure it out. <laughs> and this is and this is hilarious. You see him leaving the do the, 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 the room, the um the map, and he's leaving the room to his office, and you see Hawk knock somebody out with his headbutt, and then Stingray comes over, and he's like, do me next. So Hawk <laughs> headbutts him, and Stingray's like, uh, like, oh, uh, and he just basically is he's enjoying the pain. Um, 
do you think that was the the Wilhelm scream or no? Or no. just uh, him being Yeah, because it, it was almost like a almost like a dumbed down version of it, the way he did it. Yeah, it's not not the Wilhelm scream. No. The funny thing is people confuse the Wilhelm scream because that was used um it was an old cowboy movie is where it came from originally, and then it just became a sound bite that was used in so many things. Star Wars used it a bunch. But there's a few that I remember that you hear that. Where in Star Wars do they use it? Well, which which one do you think is the Wilhelm scream? Why don't you tell me? Why don't you sh- I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not making that sound. So there's a, there's a few. I, I, there's the uh, oh, which is always used in Star Wars. There's the yeah. one that was from Our Real Monsters. Is that one? And there's and there's another one. I just lost it because I did the other two. Um, there's three screams that are used a bunch. And right. I don't. I f- forget which one is the Wilhelm scream. I'm pretty sure that the I band. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the most popular scream, though. And I thought this was just a more dumbed down version of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't remember the Wilhelm scream, though, in Star Wars anywhere, to uh, be honest. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, they did. They definitely did. I mean, if it was not the Wilhelm, it was the other one that's used a lot. Right. Yep. Uh, there wasn't a lot of screaming at all in Star Wars, actually. I think about it. Um, it was. It's always stormtroopers or somebody or, like, you know, Boba Fett into a pit. <laughs> oh, look! Look right off the bat. Yeah. I, as soon as I looked up Wilhelm screen, there's a picture of a stormtrooper. So. <laughs> what do you know? Yep. <laughs> um, when Maget when Tom when. Johnny, Tommy, Johnny, whatever. When Johnny leaves the classroom and goes into his office, McGaff follows him, him, wants to check in to see if he's doing okay in regards to Crease um, because he knows that he was a lifelong friend and it's still probably hard for him. <clears throat> uh, Johnny tells him he's okay and then he points out how are things going with you and Tori. And Miguel's like, you know? He's like, everyone knows. It's not a secret. Um... And then Miguel tells Johnny that he should find somebody and introduces him to a dating app. Mm-hmm. This dating app ties in episode one of the entire series, and I loved it. Yep. <clears throat> I thought it was hilarious. It, 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 I thought it was hilarious because I'm, I'm just going to jump right into his dating app sequence. Um, I'm jump over, I'll go back to everything else. But you see this montage of Johnny out on dates with all these women, you know, because he swiped right so many times, apparently. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's Tinder that he, that John, that Miguel introduced him to, um, but he's, he's going through, ooh, she's hot, ooh, she's hot, ooh. And he's like, no, ooh. He goes on these dates, and the very last woman that, one of the last women that he's on the date with, she comes in, and she's like, do I know you? <laughs> and he's like, I don't know. Actually, I do remember you. And she's like, you're the guy who hung the TV on the wrong <laughs> wall. <laughs> yeah, it was perfect. And he, he's like, you put you you didn't tell me what the which wall it was. You gave me the wrong wall. And she's like, you called me this. He's like, I didn't call you that. You I said you being. were being that. <laughs> and then she leaves and she, then he calls her. And I was like, that was perfect. Yeah, it was epic. It was, it was, I was like, what a great way to have her be a cameo in her, in the show. (laughs) Like, 
she was in the beginning and then now in season two she is she is a cameo for season one basically <laughs> um i thought it was a i thought it was it was perfectly done um how she didn't figure it out when she saw his picture <laughs> on the dating app is beyond me but they did it they played it off very very well um we we now see Amanda walking into the dealership and she's bringing some of the service department guys in and the and the um the cleaning crew in to to clean down some of the cars inside the showroom to keep them clean and dusted off and she walks in and she sees all of the students from Miyagi-Do waxing on and waxing off all of the cars yes and Daniel's like this is perfect i can be here i can teach them and she's like no when this is done, have them go. This is not going to work. This is not going to happen. Um, and you can clearly tell that he's trying. And she's like, keep trying because you're still failing. It's not working. Yeah. Um, before Johnny gets onto the dating app, um, Miguel is showing it to him at his house. And he goes in and he has... He's for the roller rink thing for the date. It's an '80s night, so he asks. He sees Johnny's red jacket from the original movie, and he says, "Ooh, can I borrow this?" And Johnny's like, "Yes." Now, when he puts the jacket on, my thought process never went to Johnny and Karate Kid One. I that was not when Miguel put it on. I did not think Johnny from Karate Kid One. Hmm. Of course, you didn't. What did you think? Michael Jackson Thriller thriller yes absolutely 100 percent. 100 percent. i was like it's michael jackson's thriller there's no way it's karate kid which is still an 80s thing wait though. did he have so the pants did he have the pants too was he full-on eddie murphy raw <laughs> i honestly didn't or delirious rather it was delirious yeah raw was the I don't, I don't know but he he had the sleeves rolled up you know unzipped it was obviously Obviously, Michael Jackson's Thriller. Yeah. It was perfect. Yep. Yep. Take one '80s reference and use it to reference another '80s icon. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it was the '80s. <sighs> Leather jackets like that were a thing, so it makes sense. I mean, I already just referenced right. Eddie Murphy in there as well, which was like 1980 when Delirious came out. So. Yeah. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Uh, oh uh, my gosh. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, was he was he was he Pluto Nash? Yeah, I didn't watch that. There was like on the moon or something like that. Uh, yeah, and he's like no a idea. cop on the moon. So dumb. Yeah, most I, of Eddie Murphy's stuff I wasn't a fan of, except for like Nutty Professor or something like that. Really? Have you not watched he, Eddie Murphy Delirious? It's a stand-up that he did in the early '80s, and it was hilarious. It's it's his, like his stick. His stand-up was good. Yeah. I'm talking about his movies, like yeah. his actual movies. I, I wasn't a oh, fan Oh, you're talking of... about the movie. The movie. <laughs> <laughs> wow, 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 wow. <laughs> I wonder if he listens to us. <laughs> that would be awesome if he did. Stop stealing my thunder, guys. <laughs> Speaking of that, I was listening to some um, some news today. I listened to some, some news on... Um, about famous people or other people using our stuff. Um, you ever heard of, you know, the whole thing, this is kind of way off topic, but you know the whole thing with um, 
what's the 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 the, the um, website that you donate money the people use to donate money to give send go not give send go the <laughs> other one oh um go fund me go fund me so this whole thing with the 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 truckers thing that's going on in canada and and the u.s where yep. they're doing this freedom rally thing of they're driving from um california to washington GoFundMe was not allowing anyone to donate to this right mm-hmm. so give send go allowed it right in one night they raised a couple mil they, they, a couple million dollars excuse me was donated a couple million that's in one in that 24 is, that, hours that is not a small amount of money <laughs> is not a small amount of money the crazy thing is is two people their brother and sister who are close friends of mine you know wesley pearson right i know all Wells, of these Wells. i know who i know who you're talking about that's why i dropped yeah. gifts and go <laughs> yeah so they're friends of our like they're 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 fr- everybody in this area knows them. Their the brother and sister created the website Gives and Go. So I'm listening to I listen to Ben Shapiro every once in a while. And ben Shapiro has a podcast that is national called. Um... Oh, there you go, shining brightly, Gives and Go. And um, Ben Shapiro has the Ben Shapiro show, mm-hmm. and I was listening to his podcast, and he was doing the whole thing on on um, the truckers rally. And the whole time he's name dropping gives and go, <laughs> and I'm like, this is awesome. That's cool. Like this is insane. He's na- he's he's nationally known. People know who this guy is, and he's name dropping <sighs> gives and go like every five seconds. <laughs> I should like get a recording of this and, and send it to, over to the to our friends. They who, probably who already know this company. They probably already know. But imagine listening to it and being like, we're now national. They are. The, their company blew up overnight mm-hmm. overnight so imagine if the creator of um pitch meeting uh-huh. like overheard our stuff and then was like <laughs> black and white reviews that'd be awesome <laughs> that would be so cool yeah we're not we're not as produced as he is we we enjoy that stuff because he, he's got the time to sit there and Edit. Bro, he he does it in his house yeah. with a green screen. Yeah, and he's the only one in it, right? <laughs> and but he produces it. He has the time to go ahead and do the yeah. editing and blah blah blah. Like we, it's we have our families, we have our jobs. This is something we do as a, a hobby, right? You know? No monetary gain here, <laughs> right? He he does it phenomenal though. It's it's fantastic. Yes. Um, Back to back to sorry for that little rant. I just wanted to. It was so cool to hear Give Send Go on this nationally syndicate, you know, podcast that everyone listens to. Um, that I thought it was really cool. We're back over. Sam and Robbie are in the kitchen of Sam's house. They're kissing, and they hear Daniel's mom coming in. So they stop and they have this conversation about how long we're going to hide this from. Someone needs. We need to tell someone sooner or later. Um. Then we go into Johnny's dating montage. Um, then we see Daniel. Now, at the end of this montage with the dating app, that with the dating montage that Johnny goes through, one of the things that he tells Miguel is, what happened to the days where you just, you know, you see somebody you, you might have an interest in, you accidentally, quote unquote, accidentally bump into them, you know, lightly, and then you start up a conversation. Well, at the end of this dating montage, this girl accidentally bumps into Johnny. Mm-hmm. 
And then she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Let me buy you a beer. And she's like, yeah. Let me buy you a banquet. Yeah. So she orders two because she also orders a banquet. And their entire conversation, 80s. Oh, yeah. Every single thing they talk about is an 80s reference. Or or I'll even give early 90s because they bleed together. Like she's talking about Kit and Knight Rider. Right. It's like there are so many more references to all of these things, but they're dating themselves. They're both dating themselves. So he found the female version of him. Right. Which I thought was hysterical. Um, we now see Daniel over at home. He's going through a scrapbook of taking a stroll down memory lane. His mom comes in. They have this talk. I, I just want to ask one quick thing, though. Were you saying sure. were you saying '90s and then mentioned Knight Rider? You know, Knight Rider came no. out in like '82, right? <laughs> Yeah, okay. I know. What I'm saying they, some of the stuff they some of the stuff they were talking about bled into the 90s. Right. It's like it's like when you it's like when you look at, for example, when I watch I I recently watched the entire series of um, Family Matters with my with my daughters. Mm-hmm. When I think back and remember Family Matters and Full House and all of those, I think late 80s. Oh, okay. But it bled in through most of the nineties. Well, yeah, it was like I think well, it was too. like eighty nine, right? When I think it started like eighty seven, eighty eight, but it went to like ninety seven, ninety eight. Yeah. But when I think back, I'm thinking eighties. Yeah. But it bled into the nineties. Yeah, Family and Matters it was it was eighty nine. I thought so. Yeah. Um, remember TGIF? <laughs> I do very well. That was awesome very very well. um so yeah they, they some of the stuff they talked about bled into the 90s she just happened i'm just you know she just happened to bring up kit and knight rider in their conversation as well too so i think we talked about that in one of our podcasts as well too oh it was t3 we talked about t3 and talking about how um how, how she was remote controlling cars basically uh-huh. and kit came up yes of course um so I guess we date ourselves back to the 80s once in a while, too, don't we? Yes, we do. Um, Daniel's mom, through conversation, kind of gives him a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of a guidance to, you know, how to fix things with his wife. Um, and then we see Johnny. Oh, sorry. Before the girl bumps into Johnny at the bar, you see Johnny on his phone and he's on Facebook, and he sees Allie's Facebook page. And he's about to send her a message, and it accidentally goes through because the girl bumps him. But his message to her is, you know, we should we should connect sometime. I'm on the Facebook. I'm on the Facebook. Which is an app on my smartphone, and I want to connect. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Have you ever been on the Facebook? Uh, yes. It's an app on my smartphone. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you've been on the Facebook because it's an app on my smartphone. Yeah, I can't, that was overkill. <laughs> I mean, the fact the fact that she's on Facebook would mean that she understands what that means. All of it. Exactly. Every single thing. The, the whole thing. Yep. Right. I'm sending you a message via Facebook. Now, if I want to chat with you on Messenger and I say, hey... I'm texting you. I say, hey, can you shoot me a message on Messenger? Or I call you and say, hey, let's talk on Messenger. That's one thing. Uh, 
But when you're already on said app, you don't need to reference said app to get your point across about the app you're talking about. Um, it's like I'm sending you a Snapchat on Snapchat. Ay, ay, ay. I don't get it. I, I think sometimes when they tried, they tried to keep him so outdated that it actually didn't work sometimes. No. It made him look it made him look worse and more dumb than he really is. Right. Um We're now over at the roller rink. Ugh. Roller rinks. I'm not a fan of them. And you got the the pretty and pink couple there. <laughs> you got Michael Jackson and Madonna. Pretty yeah. and pink. Yeah, that's what they were doing. Um I, Robbie, I know, but he was Robbie and um, Yeah, but he, he was Sam. more he was more Saturday night fever though. No, he was well. Okay. Yeah. His but, costume was John Travolta in Saturday Night Fever. Right. He all was all day long. Yeah. He was supposed to be a different character, but something right. about somebody named well, Ducky, he, which I guess is John Cryer. I didn't. I didn't watch the movie, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I. Um. So. To to not. <clears throat> to not go scene by scene, this whole thing. This right here is just one giant. I wouldn't call it love triangle, but just. Mess. Yeah, Miguel wants Miguel wants to you know make things make sure things are cool with with um, Sam. Sam is with Robbie. We, uh, is Sam actually with Robbie just to make Miguel jealous? Is Miguel really with Tori? Tori can't stand Sam. Sam can't stand Tori. It, it, a fight, you know, kind of you know happens between Tori and Sam. They end up leaving. Sam escape, you know, skate breaks. It's just a mess. Um, it, it, if you've ever, you know, as an adult, if you ever had the thought of, I would like to be a teenager again, cause it would be fun. Hmm. No, no, <laughs> no. This is so confusing. I, I couldn't even handle it. It's so confusing. Well, I think it's the matter of like, I would like to go back having the knowledge I have now, knowing what's actually that... worth my time and what's not. But then they made movies about that where... You know, people go back and they're stuck in it. Then they think, oh, yeah, I get this. But they're like, oh, no, I forgot how tough this actually was. Right. Like if this I've been here, I've brought dates to roller rinks when I was 15, 16, 17 years old. And if I had the if I had the knowledge I had now and went back to when I was 17 to do this again, you just not bring the whole roller <laughs> rink. <laughs> I, I wouldn't go to a roller <laughs> rink. Yeah, um, it was just bad. Bring the golf and stuff. Um, Golf. <laughs> if they actually had place like that around here, that'd be cool. They, I used to, they I don't. used to bring um, mine over to Pilgrim Lanes in in Haverhill. That was a bowling alley, arcade. You know, we go down and hang out over there. Yeah, well, bowling alleys all have arcades, but this place, like golf and stuff, though, you can go in, you can do mini golf, you can do arcades. It's like Mel's Funway. 16... That's I all. Think to that's... pay to get. Yeah, you pay to get in, of course. Yeah, but at golf and stuff, you didn't pay to get in. You paid to do the things when you're inside. Right, right. <clears throat> I think that's the difference. I think so, maybe. Um, we... <sighs> Johnny is still at the bar talking to this girl who she bumped into. He sees Brad or whatever the guy's name. Graham. And he's... Graham. And he's talking about, you know, basically getting with Carmen and then dumping and her. Yeah. Dumping her. And then he's making out with some other chick and 
He gets up to go to the bathroom and he can't. So he goes outside to use the alleyway to use the bathroom. Hmm. And Johnny can't take it. So he gets up. He excuses himself, tells the girl he's leaving, goes out into the alley. She like and, She's like, wait, don't you want my number? And he just books. He just takes off. Yeah. Because ultimately, you know, he likes Carmen. Yeah. But it, it was odd. It was it was strange of him to do that still. But then again, it was like he was highly, highly focused on Carmen here. Right. It was strange of him, the character that we know as Johnny. Right. But you also, it's also part of his growth. So right. It, it sticks out. Right. Um, now, with him fighting this guy and taking him down, I think this would have been a great place to start playing Glory of Love. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't call it fighting this guy. He just demolished this guy because this guy yeah. was not fighting back. <laughs> um. I th- yeah, I think he said it, like shove off or something like that, and he's just like <laughs> he three takes or four him hits. Down. He's down. He's done. He's gone. Toast. Um, at this point in time, when the guy falls, it would have been a great time to just do a few a few lines or a few words with some riffs from Peter Cetera's "Glory of Love." It yeah. would have fit perfectly right here. Would have made sense. No. Yep. <clears throat> Um, Maybe it's in a deleted scene, Chuck. <laughs> or a deleted episode. Ah. I mean, Boba Fett had an entire deleted episode. He, Why not he did. Cobra Kai? He explained everything. Was there really a deleted episode of that? Or was that just <laughs> no. theory? Oh, no, 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 no. I think you're... you're um, no, that was from Clone Wars. I wasn't talking about the book of Boba Fett. That was a Clone Wars deleted episode of, of Boba oh. and Cad Bane. Yeah, no, that was a, that's, that's <clears throat> what that was supposed to be. So you understood what their, their background was, but it was never actually aired. Yeah. Oh. I wasn't talking about the book of Boba Fett. I was just talking about their their history that's considered canon. Gotcha. That's where the dent came from. The on in Boba Fett's helmet. Yeah. Yeah. Cad Bane. So we're back in while Daniel is perusing or cruising memory lane in his scrapbook, he sees a picture from sixteen years ago when Amanda is pregnant with Sam. And all of a sudden, you start seeing this montage of 16 years ago and today. And it's the opening of their first dealership together. And at the end of their first day, they actually get into the backseat of a car. He, you know, proposes a toast at that time with sparkling cider because she was pregnant. She couldn't drink wine or champagne. And Daniel's thing now is he is going to recreate this date. But with the good stuff this time. <laughs> but with the good stuff this time and in the back of a $120,000 Mercedes-Benz. Yeah. Yeah. This right here is what um, wins points for him. Amanda loves it. They she, she kiss, pret- they she make pretend- up, she pretends is good. She's not buying it. But she's like, well, okay. All right. Right. <laughs> it then... Kicks over to Johnny is coming home. He sees Carmen. She's not happy because she has been stood up by Graham. Ghosted, as he put it. He's like, what? He's like, I won't call her. <laughs> I'll disappear. Uh, I wouldn't call it stood up. I mean, when you're laying flat in an alley. <laughs> no, he said he said straight up. He says, I'll ghost her. And Johnny's like, what? He's like, I'll, I'll disappear. She like, I won't even respond. Like, that's exactly what he said and exactly what he did right he wasn't out flat he 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 was left there and he said i'll leave her alone (laughs) i think it's great 
Um, and then that was the whole, she's like, he's like, well, you should, he's like, people should, you know, you shouldn't spend time with people like that or whatever. You deserve better. And she's like, are you asking me out? And he's like, what if I am? And right. So basically he asks her out. She's like, you see the smile on her face. Mm -hmm. Roll credits. Roll credits. Roll credits. So yeah, we have two episodes left of this season. Mm-hmm. Um, we have no clue who's going to end up with who. <laughs> well, I mean, we do because we we've seen it. <laughs> but <clears throat> it's... <sighs> I don't know. Mm. Mm-hmm. These two, <clears throat> not my favorite episodes in the series so no, far. No, it's kind of a lull. Well, the first one was, yes. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> they even titled it that lull. way. Lull. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, there was some more... I think this was more character building, you know, more, you know, let's mix up the love triangles more than we need to. Um, they were just... I think they are just trying to create more of a depth to the story so that way they could carry it along longer than they need to. Um, I think in right. a lot of TV shows that we talk about, I think the two words that we use often are cash cow. Um, I think they found something here with this series. Um, I mean, right now, as you know, the season four is already out on Netflix. I'm willing to bet there'll be a five or a six, five and a six for seasons. And they're going to go a little bit, a little bit on further. Oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't be so. surprised. Speaking of seasons, you're you're probably not going to like this part either. But if you go on Disney Plus and you look at the Book of Boba Fett, they say the season finale is on now, not the series finale. Oh, yeah. Well, there's that. So to me, that says that there's probably. But they but they didn't <clears throat> but they didn't say in there to be continued. I think they don't need to mm, or like. It's the season finale. Season yeah, I think finale. I think they're saying that because they still want to see the numbers before they they green light uh, anything further in that project. They're, they're leaving it open. I don't think that they're that's that's you know a definitive. We're gonna have another season. It's just yeah, they're leaving it open because know. yes, cash cow. Yeah, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna keep with um cobra kai for as long as possible yeah but they're doing they're doing well with it for the most part so they're doing very they're doing very well with it but they're gonna do it for as long as they can they're gonna they're gonna drag this out Mm. my fear is they're gonna drag it out and they're gonna do to this what they did with walking dead walking dead right right i hope they don't you know i hope i really hope they don't um because at some point the rivalry needs to stop oh we're gonna get we're gonna we're gonna all get sick of the rivalry um and it needs to stop big time speaking of things dragged out that didn't need to be dragged out did you hear that they're that they're rebooting um highlander with henry cable just tv show or movies Uh, uh, just movie i'm assuming you probably know why because he did a great job in the witcher that's why yeah so they're like, oh. And he played that part well. So they're going to do I'd Highlander. I'd be interested. Do you, think he's be... Gonna, do you think he'd play a different McCloud? Or they would, would they just restart the whole thing? Well, I don't know. Because in the movies, it was... Qu- no. In the movies, he was... Um, Seamus. 
<laughs> no. The TV show was Connor McLeod. Yeah, it was Duncan. And there was Connor. Duncan McLeod. Yeah. And there was also Quentin. Ah. The cartoon. Yes, the cartoon. <laughs> the cartoon was Quentin McLeod. Then <laughs> they had the crossover movies. They had the quickening. Um, so if they, in the cartoon, instead of taking off someone's head, if they beat you in a sword fight, you would raise up the sword and you, it, I actually used to love that cartoon. I bet you did. Um, but they actually brought in Duncan and Connor into the TV show together. Oh, I know. Which was fantastic. And movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so who really, who's really the Highlander and who's the last one? You know, they need, they need to make one, um, where it's just like, like Karen McLeod, just like, you know, like I need to speak to your manager, Karen type of McLeod. <laughs> just have her going around chopping off people's hair <laughs> extensions and stuff. And <laughs> That's horrible. Yeah, it would be. I would be interested to Karen see McLeod. if they, because, because to be honest, the original movies, they weren't high quality movies. Oh, no. So if they could act, especially two and three and <laughs> yeah. four and five and six. <laughs> yeah. So if they actually do a good job with this and they they make it worthwhile, I would be interested to see because Cavill is a good, he's a decent actor. Yeah. He's a good actor. Um, but who are they gonna who are they gonna replace with um, for Connery? I don't know. Um, Daryl Hammond. Si- Simon <laughs> Pegg. Daryl Hammond. <laughs> Daryl Hammond. Yeah. No. No. He, he's no. the one who does does did used to do Connery on on Celebrity Jeopardy. No, <laughs> I am the last one. There can be only one. No, it's just ah. She talks in her sleep. <laughs> she talks in her sleep. She's one of them. <laughs> That's one of my favorite lines. I know. Um, but yeah, with that being said, I, I would love to see. I, I I would be interested to see. Is there a trailer out for that? No, 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 I just... It, or is it, just, they're in, just, is it just in talks? Talking just about in it. talks. Okay. Yep. Um, anyway. So, yeah. Yep. So, next week, when we listen to this one, it's going to be episode eight and nine. Yes, we will Sorry. be. Sorry. We'll be going nine, and, nine ten. and ten. Yep. We're going to do eight and nine. We're going to do eight again <laughs> with nine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you'll be doing that one by yourself. <laughs> Yes, I will. Uh, so we do a nine and ten next week um, with the conclusion of season two of Cobra Kai. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, um, and to see what happens in season three coming up after that. So whenever we can get to that, but yeah. So yeah, there's a lot coming out. Um, just so everybody kind of knows what's going on, as we were looking, I was taking a, a look ahead to see some of the things that are going to be released in our our normal realm of interests and there is a ton of stuff that's being released over this next you know nine months so we've got i mean the batman is coming out on march 4th to theaters oh. moon knight is going to start coming is going to come out on march 30th the six episodes of that um not sure if you guys are all interested but morbius looks kind of cool and i kind of want to see how it crosses into the spider-verse so that's so that's April first. I actually saw the I actually saw a preview of of uh, Moon Knight, and that actually looks pretty good. It's it's interesting. He's a character with DID who somehow gets these like raw powers or whatever. And okay, whatever. Uh, Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness, May sixth. Happy birthday to my father. Um, 
Not that he cares about these movies, but it's his birthday. Um, Kenobi. I really wish they just called it Kenobi. That would have been a better name for the show, not Obi-Wan Kenobi. Just Kenobi would have been straightforward and simple. I, I would have appreciated that. Isn't it just Obi-Wan? No, it's Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's just the whole thing. Anyway, that's that's uh, six episodes starting May 25th. Uh, Thor Love and Thunder is slated to be out on July 8th. Whoa, 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 whoa. There's another Thor movie coming out? Yeah. The one that they've been talking about for the past, like, six years. I, I haven't Not six years, Thor. less than that. Um, yeah, this is uh, Jane Foster comes back, and she becomes the new Thor. Something about that. I, I don't know. <laughs> Black Adam, July 29th. I didn't realize it was so soon. Um, we've got The Flash, November 4th. I can't wait for that. That'll be interesting. And Andor, not a specific date, but they are saying 2022, so I wouldn't be surprised if it was just, you know, came out sometime um, uh, after Kenobi. Andor. 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 Not Endor. Yeah, for some reason, Will kept saying Endor. I'm like, it's called Andor. It's about Cassie and Andor from Rogue One. Not the, not Endor, the, the yeah. <laughs> really? Yes, it's not about, it's not about Ewoks. I was thinking it was about <laughs> the, the planet Endor. Not at all. I haven't, it's about Cassie. Well, I haven't, Cassie I haven't and, seen or heard anything about it except for what Will shared. Listen, if Will, so, if Will says a name, just understand that he, he may not be saying it right. So it's Andor. Uh, it's about Cassian from the guy, the guy we were introduced to in Rogue One. Um, so it's obviously a prequel because they haven't figured out zombie stuff besides the Emperor and the Star Wars universe yet. Um, and then Mando Season 3, sometime in 2022, is the plan. But anyway, there's a lot of stuff that's coming out. So Followed by Book of Boba Fett Season 2. Shush, your face. Not happening. <laughs> anyway, lots of stuff to look forward to. So um, we will be... Not to mention... Not to mention all of the some of the the past stuff. The that we're retros, in there as yeah, well, we're gonna too. have some retro, retro stuff. stuff that we're gonna be. some good stuff too. I'm interested. I'm looking forward to some of our conversations. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah. All right. Like one hour photo. I can't wait to do one hour photo. Yeah, that's another one where it's just like, hi, welcome to Black and White Reviews. I'm Chuck. <laughs> Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Pan's Uh, Labyrinth? No? Oh, jeez. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) It was another fun time, One of my my favorite things on the Animaniacs is you've got um, Yaku, who's there, and every time they'll still say something that's, like, inappropriate, and he just goes, good night, everybody. (laughs) That's how I feel sometimes when we do this broadcast. (laughs) Good night, everybody. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for sticking around. We will catch you next time. Catch you on the flip side. Bye, everyone.